Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My next guest is Tiffany Halls. How you doing, Tiffany? Hey, how are you? Let's get it all out. You know, what do you do for a living, Tiffany? Because I thought you were going to be in studio with me. I thought so. But they said, you know, uh, you couldn't make it in. I'm not mad at yeah. you because you're my friend. You're my friend. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but tell yeah, us about the, where you have right now with your career. Um, you know, I am a real estate closing attorney um, in Atlanta. Yes, ma'am. Now, when you say that, because we know we've interviewed, I've interviewed you before, and you know my mm-hmm. whole f- fear about having a closing attorney because I, I signed a bunch of papers. I've been fortunate to buy a house in my life, and as a stack of papers, I know nothing about what I'm signing, but I'm told to sign. So can you yes. help? <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of you laughing at me. You laughing at me because you know this is this is a look that you get that people give you all the time. So that's a lot of trust I have to have with an attorney like you. So tell us exactly what are uh, they may be doing the same thing or signing. What are we signing? So it's not necessarily a lot of trust that you have to have with the attorney. It's just you knowing <laughs> what you are agreeing to as far as the terms of the actual loan. And so as a consumer or as a buyer, if I'm purchasing a home, the number one thing that I'm concerned about is can I afford to purchase this home? Right. Is the interest rate going to be sufficient enough for me to be able to make my mortgage payments each month? Mm -hmm. Um, And so those are the important factors as a homeowner um, that I'm going to go over with you in detail. Like, hey, this is your note. And on your note, you know, it says your interest rate is 3.5 and your principal and interest is this figure. Right. But now on top of that, we have to add in your escrow for your taxes, your property taxes and for your insurance. And so although your principal and interest is this amount, your monthly payment will be this amount once we include those escrows. And so as a buyer, that's the most important thing, because 
you have to realize that when a lender is um, lending you money, right, you're not signing anything in your favor. Everything is always going to be in the bank's favor. So if we make a mistake, you will correct it, buyer. Um, if something goes on, you will correct it. If you have done anything fraudulent, we can't foreclose. If you don't pay, we can't foreclose. So all of those terms are definitely going to be in favor of the lender. So it's just important for you to know what you're comfortable with uh, and what you can afford. And once you figure that out, um, the truth is you're either signing the documents and getting the loan or you're not. You can't negotiate anything. You know, this is interesting because uh, we're going to talk about the show that you're a star on, the Unscripted Series on OWN, Ladies Who List, Atlanta. But one of the reasons I invited you on my show, the live show on WCLK, was to just talk about Because sometimes you can get lost in reality and TV. Is that what she does for a living? Is, they, is she play acting? Because I really wanted to, because I know that wasn't the truth. And I want to make sure, clarify that. But because you deliver a skill and a and a, and a that I, am I wrong in this saying that's that not many African American male or female participate as closing attorneys? Um, there's a, there's a handful of us out here. Yes, so I wouldn't say that there's not a lot. There are definitely um, enough of us out here, and and actually, it's the area of law where you're starting to see more minorities right um, enter in this area of law. So back, you know. Five, 10 years ago, you didn't see as many African-American closing attorneys. But now, like, I'm literally seeing them pop up everywhere around Atlanta, um, around this metropolitan, you know, city here. Um, but we're still a minority. We're still not um, the the main person that you see at the closing table, um, even in Atlanta. Tiffany, uh, you know, this interview is part of... Answering questions for Rashawn <laughs> and people calling because in experience of how did you get started? Because you say you can go to school for this. You know, I like I went to college and I started out as a, a civil engineer. Then I went over to chemical engineer and then I went over to uh, uh, the math. I eventually got my degree in math and I minored out in um, in the sociology. Was this what you wanted to do when you went to college? So when I went to I went to Savannah State University um, undergrad and I majored, majored in political science and minored in English and my goal was to go to law school. Right. Now at that time I had no idea about transactional law. I had no idea about real estate closing. Didn't even know an attorney was involved when you purchase a house. Uh, it wasn't until um, when I graduated I ended up getting pregnant with my oldest son and mm-hmm. instead of going to law school I went and got my paralegal certificate. And I applied to like a whole bunch of law firms and the law firm that called me back was a real estate closing attorney's office. Oh, and that's okay. where I got my first job. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first time that I was ever, you know, even aware that there was law associated with purchasing homes. And that was back in 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. And once I got into that arena and I started learning the process and how everything went, Eventually, when I went to law school, it's all I knew how to practice. And so once I graduated law school and took the bar, I just immediately um, you know, opened up my own firm and started doing the residential real estate closing. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. Now, 
okay, now opening your own firm is is that a is that normal? I'm just I'm just asking simple questions in my mind, you know, because that means mm-hmm. that you know you hear the word firm, you know, they're all on TV now. They all got commercials out there, and you know they got billboards <laughs> that were strong arm of the law, and you know Morgan and Morgan, oh, right. and you know they 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 they, they sponsor local news, which is shocking to me. You know how you can have a law firm sponsoring local news? I don't get that, but they do it. And so how do you compete with all that super hype that's going on, all this millions of dollars is being spent? How does your firm cut through all that clutter? Um, well, I, I never looked at it as a competition. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, when I opened my firm, it was simply because I knew how to do everything. Um, and I paid $300,000 to go to law school. Why am I going to apply to a law firm, make $70,000, if that, um, and then have to work, you know, my ass off for everyone else? So the goal in my mind was, no, I did all this work. I know how to do this. So I'm going to open up my own firm. Now, I knew how to do all the real estate stuff, the practice, but what I didn't know how to do which actually builds um, my business. Right. And I still at that time wasn't like, oh, what am I going to do with all these big law firms? No, I was like more like, how am I going to find my way? What's going to benefit me? And I found the power of social media. Um, I have three children, so it's very hard for me to do traditional networking, mm-hmm. um, like going to different places, lunches, shaking hands, giving out cards it was very um, difficult for me to um, even kind of like put myself out there being in front of people like, Hey, I just graduated law school. Here's my business card. But then when I found out that like my audience, the people that I want to do business with, which are real estate agents, they're all over social media. And of course they want everyone to know that they're a real estate agent. So it's easy to find them. Right. And that became my niche and how I got my business. Now I may not be the largest law firm out here, but the business that I do is enough for me. It's enough to employ um, 11 people. It's enough to, you know, take care of my family. And so for me, that's enough. There are people out here with lofty goals of wanting to be, you know, the largest closing attorney or not even closing attorney, any firm. Um, I just don't have those goals because, you know, a lot of my goals are now to just, you know, pour into my children. Um, So it's just all about, you know, what you want. And I just really never looked at anybody else to compare myself and what I'm doing to what they're doing. Now, when when you look at, first of all, when I when I hear the way you talk, that means that you walk through a lot of unknown situations with a lot of courage because that stops a lot of people. A lot of people want their yes. dreams to be accomplished, but fear the uh, not feeling comfortable, not not knowing, hey, is a paycheck waiting on me? Is, it, is that idea is going to work? Who's supporting me? How did you overcome the fear of the unknown before we go to break? Well, the big thing is you just mentioned is support. Um, so I am married. I have a husband um, who is a traditional husband in the sense that he pays all the bills. So it wasn't a situation where I was, you know, deciding whether I'm going to pay my rent or open up my law firm. You know, I didn't have to 
think about something that some some people have to think about. So the fear of paying bills and all that stuff, that was removed because of the support that I had from my husband. Um, now, with that support, of course, you still have to have the focus and the mindset to actually go out here and get business and, and find ways to be successful. But I honestly couldn't have any of that without the support of of my family. That is that was that was paramount in me opening up my law firm. Now we got two calls for you right now. Be ready. Okay. Okay, Nikki I from Atlanta. Ready. How you doing, Nikki? Hi, Rashawn. How you doing? Great. Uh, we have Tiffany on the call. What is your call today about? Hi, Tiffany. I'm a realtor as well. I'm a realtor, not as well, but I'm a realtor and. I just want to give you props because, you know, we do look for closing attorneys that return our calls, that get the paperwork done on time, that do it right, have no issues with titles, et cetera. And you must be doing something right. So I really am calling in to just pat you on the back and say you must be doing a great job. And I'm going to look you up and see, you know, what's going on because we are always looking for a great, great closing attorney. So I just really want to call in and congratulate you. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second-grade teacher 
and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, thank you so much, Nikki. Sometimes this industry is crazy. If you're a real estate agent, then then you know. So we're always trying to do, you know, the best that we can to just make our way through the craziness of a real estate transaction. So it's always good um, to get that pat on the back um, just to keep us going. You know, real estate is brutal. <laughs> you know, you know, she just... it, it is. Uh-huh. I was going to say, it really is. And because you're dealing with, you know, such a large purchase, the, um, the buyers or sellers can, you know, it's just an emotional roller coaster drive process. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you have a good closing attorney that can keep everybody staying at the table, you know, obviously you're doing something right. So good job. Well, yes. Yeah, so at our closing table, we have margaritas and wine. And so at some point, <laughs> that'll keep you calm. That'll keep you calm. Relax. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the, you know, the thing when she called in, let me just roll back here a little bit because obviously, by her, Nikki's response, there are certain there, there are different type of closing attorneys. You try to bring levity and calmness and celebration to your closings. Yes. Right. And so now that's different. Now, what what makes you what makes a good? I may have asked this, but having her call in, what makes a really good closing attorney? Um, the uh, What really makes a good closing attorney is just the ability to relate to the party. Okay. Um, like I said, real estate is very emotional. The, the sellers are on high emotion. Right. Number one, they may be selling a home that they have like emotional ties to. Their kids may have been born there. They may have lived there for several years. And so although they may be walking away with a check, it's still a very anxious and emotional time for them and for the buyers you know getting financing for a home is not easy you go through a lot of ups and downs the lenders take you through hell and back just to get the money you know to buy your home so a lot of times once you get to the closing table you're honestly exhausted now you know i have to bring you from that point of exhaustion to now realizing that this is a happy occasion for you let's celebrate home ownership um, let's celebrate the ability to purchase homes and sell them and create wealth for our families. And that's really what separates um, me apart from other attorneys, just my ability to relate to people on all levels. You know, I close your standard buyer and seller. I close celebrities. I close athletes. Um, and you just got to come to people where they are. And when people know that you can relate to them, It just makes for an easier transaction. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You're articulate. You have three kids. You have a husband who has your back. You employ 11 people. You are very busy. I'm sure you do a lot of speaking engagements. How do you have time to do a television show on OWN that called that's entitled Ladies Who List Atlanta? How did that come about, Tiffany? Because your schedule seems pretty robust. 
My schedule is definitely busy, <laughs> but a lot of my schedule is surrounded with real estate. Yes. Um, the show is a real estate show. And mm-hmm. so this is not, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta or um, any show like that where I would have to actually change the trajectory of my life. This is about real estate and right. 80% of my life is surrounded by real estate. So it was an easy thing for me. Right. This is not basketball wives, you know, this is not all that over there, you know, I dial over that. And we're not saying no. anything negative about Real Housewives of Atlanta. What she's saying is that she was invited to come on a show that aligned itself with her career and her background, what she does. Exactly. Real estate. So it wasn't like a fictionalized role or character she had to play or script to script up. Basically, they're kind of like recording what you do for a living, correct? Correct. Exactly. Now, the and other- I incorporated a lot of my family with filming okay. as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was just something that would align with my lifestyle. Now, with that being said, are you enjoying being no, no, being uh, noticed on the streets? Being What is that, in, in, what is that participation in a TV show done for your brand? Um, it's a little weird for me when I go into public places and people know who I am and right. they're like, oh my God, there's a celebrity and I'm like, I not, <laughs> They don't do that, Tiffany. They'll do the oh my God, do they? Oh my God! I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Tiffany or they want to take pictures and I'm like, no, I'm just, this is, I'm just Tiffany. I'm nobody, I'm nobody special. You know, right. I'm just, you know, just a regular person. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You're not a regular person because people want to call and talk to you on my show. We got another call. If you're ready for another call, Sandra. Sandra from Atlanta. How you doing, Sandra? You're on the call with Tiffany Halls, the very humble, who doesn't like getting notoriety, brought to her in public. Oh, my God. That's Tiffany. Oh, my God. Sandra, what is your question for the uh, humble and, um, uh, you know, she's Regular, oh, regular, 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 regular Tiffany. <laughs> okay, uh, can you guys hear me? I don't know, but I love the show she was on. I love her spirit. She's beautiful, and God is gonna always continue to bless her and her family. But I had one quick question. I'm kind of embarrassed about this question, but I'm gonna ask. Okay, is it? I've always rented. I'm mm-hmm. almost sixty years old. Okay. And is the age factor a factor in first-time home ownership? Absolutely not. In fact, the benefit of actually purchasing a home as you get older is that in some counties, like your large metro counties, they have senior exemptions for taxes where you don't have to even pay the school taxes on your tax bill. And that is... Um, the majority of the tax bill. So if your tax bill is $4,000 and you get the senior exemption, your tax bill may go down to $500. And so now instead of escrowing um, based on a $4,000 tax bill, you're now escrowing based on a $500 tax bill. So your payment is even lower. So there's tons of benefits for purchasing, you know, a home, even if you're not young. You still okay. have the ability to purchase something for your family. Yes. Okay. Because I had thought about home ownership, and mm-hmm. then I felt like, well, I'm too old. I'm almost I'm too old. I work at home, but anyway. And I was thinking, well, maybe I can get something and put in me and my daughter's name, and would that be a, a 
something to consider because I know as time go on, then she can just have it or however. It just we both have our names on the deed. Is that a possibility? Sandra, let me just Sandra, Sandra, Sandra. Get that home in your name. It's called a will. You know, get a will. Get a will. Live your life, gusto. You know, that's one thing I always get on black people, African Americans, about you are a special person. First of all, age should not be an excuse. Anybody listen to me, do not. If you're 70 years old, you want to buy a house, buy it. And you're able to buy it. 90 years old, if you look at a house while you roll it down the street and you're able to buy it, go buy it. Because that's what life is about. A life is about right. adventure. And, and no day is guaranteed. Come on, exactly. Tiffany. And no day is guaranteed. Wrap it up, it Tiffany. You, you the motivator. Come on, Tiffany. Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> I'm just saying, if okay, I hear you. I hear you guys. Something uh-huh. else can something can happen to you at that young age. Um, I, I'm totally in agreement. Don't ever let age stop you from doing anything. Any day that you wake up living is a day worth going after what you want in life. You hear okay, that, Sandra? You. you hear that? Yes. Don't, I don't, mean, I don't. Like don't. Her. Anyway, I like her from the show. <laughs> she don't like a lot of BS. I, I like her. And when I heard her on the radio, I'm like, I got to figure out how to call it that. <laughs> okay. I, well, I have to figure this out. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, Sandra. I'm going to tell you something, Sandra. I'm going to slow you down before you say a word on my little show and they get me taken off the air. You already said the word that BS. We can't go no farther than that, okay? Now, Sandra, Sandra, listen to me now. You're special, okay? And there's a blessing you have a daughter you can share this opportunity with. If you can get, you know, you already got the closing attorney. She's the real deal. That's Tiffany Halls, okay? So go out there and find that home. You know, it might be a little tight right now because home mortgages are inching up and they're doing that to slow down home purchases. You know, that's what they do when they inflation. They raise the interest rate. That's how they bring prices down because everything's available. It's kind of weird how they do it. They, they make you spend money so you can stop spending money. That's how inflation okay. works, the battle that. But it shouldn't stop you from going out there, taking your time. It doesn't have to be a big home, just a home that you love. But one thing for sure, yeah. I'm going to give you this advice. Whatever home you want to buy, go by there in the daytime, go by there at noon, go by there at night, go by there on the weekends, because your neighbors, what you can't pick is your neighbors. Once you buy that home, that's who you got on the left and the right and in front of you and behind you. So take your time. It might be a cute little house, but make sure who you living next to is somebody that you want to be next to. Is that correct, Tiffany? Got it. That is definitely correct because you cannot change your neighbors. Absolutely. Sandra, thank you for calling in. We're about to wrap up the show. And I appreciate you. You stay a fan of her, okay? Of hers, okay? Oh, yeah, I will. I I can't wait till the next show. Come on, when are they coming? coming. (laughs) She's on the own network. I appreciate you. (laughs) Ladies who list Atlanta. Or Tiffany, I'll tell you something. We're wrapping up the show here. Yeah, and blew up my phone. People calling in want to know what's going on. That means that you bring something, some great quality to life. And I want to appreciate you for coming on my show. And hopefully you come back. But this time you be in studio, oh, yeah, so we can have a lot of fun. Yes, sounds good to me. Just connect with me um, via email and let's make that happen. Okay, I appreciate you. And stay safe. Tell your husband hi for allowing me a few times in the afternoon. And your children, stay blessed. All right, Tiffany? All right, you too. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I want to tell everybody who listened to Money Making Conversation, again, Sandra called in on the show about age. 
we let we allow that limit. It limits us so much in what we want to do in our lives. We get thirty, we think we not a, not in, in we're not inspired to do anything. Forty, we start regretting our life. Fifty, we're trying to run to retirement. There's no such thing. To, there's nothing to run to. Look in the mirror, everybody. You can be whatever you want to be as long as you want to put forth the effort to be that person that you want to be. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm a host of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. See you next week. I'll talk to you next week.